Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. My name is John, and I am here with my fellow podcasters. And today, we are going to be talking about who did it better. We are going to be comparing and contrasting Walt Disney World versus Disneyland California, the OG theme park. You make this sound like an SAT question. Compare and contrast Disneyland and Disney World. (laughs) You know. Which is better? It's it's a essays. What is that? The verbal portion, not the verbal. The, the written, there is a right a, a written, written, wrong written answer. There's a section. right and wrong answer. All right. So you guys recently went. So we're going to be basing this on not in general. We're going to be talking about how who does these things best during a post COVID post lockdown yes. yep. pandemic time. Yes, because my answers would be different if we were going historically back to pre COVID. Right. Yeah. That's the thing, because we've talked about this offline. Thing. And mm-hmm. I've done both of these parks many times. And you, some of your answers today are very different than my past experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe we yeah. do this episode again in the future when things are fully sure. back to normal. Yes. But yeah. preface it with this but, is. And- also, like six years. Pretty much right after Disneyland opened. Yes, exactly. Keep in mind that Disneyland has only been open for a few months to people who live outside of California. Right. So, you guys went not long after it was open. world's been open over for a year. over a year. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. So let's it's go ahead and there. get started. So we've got we just got some categories, and we're going to compare the two, see who did it better. So for the very first one, who did it better? Walt Disney World or Disneyland California with rides? R-I-D-E-S, Rides, not Rise of the Resistance. Well, Rise of the Resistance is better in California, believe it or not. (laughs) How is it better? It's the same Uh, ride. The drop actually gave me the funny tummy feeling. You're so ridiculous. It does not. You had one too many of the uh, Oga's concoctions. I was by myself and I did it at nine in the morning. I don't think there's a difference in the rides. I don't think so. In that that ride. In that ride. On that ride, because like if we're going by rides, there there's so many different ones. Because like Space Mountain in Disneyland, way better, way better, right. than way Walt better, World. and Pirates of the Caribbean, Small World, way better. Pirates, oh, Pir- yes. Small World, um, Small World, Big Thunder, uh, Big, uh, yes, yeah, Big the Thunder's intro because better. they did the, all the projections. It's longer. Yeah. Um, Haunted Mansion is better. No, Haunted is better in, in Florida. No, I love it. No. Yeah, it's better no in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Way better in Florida. Nope. I'll take California on that one. <laughs> and then I know I know we're not talking. Or I mean, well, I guess we are because we're talking about all of Disneyland Resort, like California Adventure. Yeah. So here's one we can talk about. Tower of Terror. Better. In World or Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. I'll take so, Guardians every single time. Sorry, so here, Bella. It's, it's so it's good. Guardians Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. Before they redid Guardians, their version of Tower of Terror was subpar to Florida's version of Tower of Terror. Because there's like an extra section in Florida. Like where your cart comes out and you yeah, go through oh, yeah. that like, you know, mm-hmm. the fifth dimension thing. So, yeah, which cool. is really cool that you don't get that. You never got that in California. But then Guardians... It's really good. Red rocks. So here's one (laughs) thing that's really cool about Guardians. I don't know if I was just on a different track this time or if they've added this, but 
I went on Guardians a few weeks after it opened originally, and there was yeah. no opening to the outside. At least the track I was on, I never saw the <clears throat> outside at all. That's weird. And because I like Rocket that. says, "Hey, look, what's that?" Like, right? And it th- opened into Disneyland. Just, <laughs> it literally just showed a room of them. There was no outside view, which Ever? I loved. Nope. And so this time when I wrote it, I was thinking oh. like, I hate looking at the outside. I hate that part. And I was like, I can do this, no problem. And then the outside <laughs> opens up. When I tell you, they, we must have been on the most intense one. I spent it the majority awesome. of my time out of my seat. Like legit, as far <laughs> as the seatbelt would go, like a good foot off of my seat the entire time. It was pretty funny. My fun, kids though. won't do either. I feel like it flings you rides. way more than Tower. But I it wasn't so. like, like it that the first you. time. Oh, up and down. I, I went right after I ate and I thought for sure I'm going to lose it. And it was so <laughs> calm. It was easy. This time was like, it was intense. But yeah, I still that's love that the only ride. ride. That's the only ride Steffi's ever thrown up on. When she was a kid, she went to Tower of Terror in Florida and vomited mm-hmm. all over the place when she was I, eight years old. I can oh, understand oh, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was terrified of doing that as an adult. Um, All right, yeah. I've got but I've also, got another one. Since okay. we're talking, about, oh, this is a really good one. I know that they're different rides, but they're the same ride you're system. Gonna, you're gonna say what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah go you've got um, test track, test track in and, Florida, <laughs> yeah. and then you've got the uh, Radiator Springs Racers in California Adventure. And Radiator, Radiator Spring Adventures right. blows away because it's like almost identical inside as far as like the tracks and the things that happen to you with yeah. like the, the head on stuff like, you know, it's, Mac truck coming it's the into same you. idea. Mm-hmm. To, like it's the exact same themed ride, except you don't design your race car. <laughs> it is a hundred times better. Yeah. The, with, the, with the way they do it in California. That's exactly what I was going to say. So, yeah, I think the only thing. And then we've got Dinosaur and Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, Jones all day. Yeah. Give Indiana me Indiana Jones. Jones overlay anytime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Which, bring that to Florida, please. No, Didn't we see something? Oh, they took all the dinosaur merch, they took merch dinosaur out of the stuff. park. That's right. Um, I will say, though, that there's no comparison for Flight of Passage. So you have to give yeah. a little tiny, you know, there's no Pandora, obviously. There's but no you Safari. also don't have Avengers Campus. So like the Marvel stuff and Disney Yeah, World. but you have all yeah. of Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I think I like yeah. Avengers better than animals, though. <laughs> Sorry, PETA. <laughs> no. PETA. No, you know so what I mean. Horrible. Like I'm saying, like, you get that land, but you have an entire theme park full of stuff they don't have out there. Yeah. Yeah. And there's obviously no and World Festival of the Lion King. There's no comparison yeah. to that show out there. I do think if I'm going to, if I have to choose with the exception of Flight of Passage, I do think California, Disneyland has it over Disney World for rides and it's, for me. And they have it all in two wow. parks. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. As much as I'm trying to defend Florida, the rides are just better in California. Don't worry. Florida wins other categories. Spoiler They definitely alert. do. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and hop on to food. Right now, we're not talking about, you know, three years ago. But right now, who wins on, who does it better with food? So I think we can briefly do quick service and table service. Quick service is a hands down, no contest. I won't even listen to anyone say that that Florida <laughs> does it better because they they don't like Florida quick service is literally nothing compared to Lance quick service. It's healthy. Right. It's fresh. Yes. It's like total California style. It's not fat. It's not. It's, it's so like delicious. McDonald's versus like, 
I don't know, sweet green. Like you can't even. Are, I don't know you guys know what sweet green is, but what are the prices like on the quick service? It's the same. It's similar. Pretty much the same. It's still is it? exorbitantly yeah. priced for quick service. Mm-hmm. No, well, I was actually thinking the exact opposite. Disney well, gets you on the beverages. Yeah. Your fountain, <sighs> your fountain drink costing four dollars per person. Yeah. I didn't think the yeah. food prices for quick service were really all that bad. I mean, twelve dollars for a hamburger. I mean, I have to say it's it's theme park pricing. We're just used to it, Sean. I think average wise, Disneyland was a dollar or two cheaper than Disney World's. I mean, Sam, you were paying for two two people. But like Mm -hmm. at Bengal Barbecue, for example, like the meal was nine something at Jolly Holiday. We had like the grilled cheese and tomato soup. It was twelve dollars, you know? So like yeah. we could actually have more of a meal at Disneyland and more well rounded meal for less money. It wasn't chicken sticks. It, yeah, no, it wasn't, wasn't chicken fingers fries. and French fries. It wasn't like, all fried. We had soup that one day and a bread yeah. bowl. Like, I think I'm gonna call have, all chicken chicken fingers now chicken sticks. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> So and he, 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 popcorn chicken today. Oh boy. So this is <laughs> what I'll say balls. to our listeners who don't go to theme parks very often. If you live in a major city in the United States, it is not that big of a price jump. Yeah, if I if took you my family live in a out smaller city in Boston, we're paying that. Right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Like if I go out to like a quick even like, you know, like a not McDonald's, but you know, like like the quick service. What do they call that? Um Fast casual. Fast casual. I'm paying close to ten to fifteen dollars a person. Like at Chipotle mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah Chipotle is yep. right around what eight or nine bucks, you know. But like we've got this place that's um, it's like quick, like fast casual Indian or a fast casual yeah. Thai place, and it's mm-hmm. twelve dollars a plate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. Like Five Guys is you can't get out of there for under thirty bucks. Yeah, Five Guys is pretty <laughs> good though. I love Five Guys. <laughs> Um, so, okay. So, yeah. So, I think Disneyland, it's like, we don't even have to talk about some of the Their quick service is better. Quick and service at Disneyland. And to World. be fair, unless they've changed something, their churros are way better, too. Uh, yeah, because they make them fresh. You have to stand there and wait for yes. it. And it's so worth good. the wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So, as far as table service goes, we didn't do a lot of table service that speaks to how Mm-mm. good the quick service is. We did yeah. mostly quick service at Disneyland. Um, I have to assume just the the sheer number of table service options at World would give it a, an advantage. So, okay. I know we're doing pre-post-COVID, but pre-COVID, I would have given it to Land. Post-COVID, mm. I'm definitely giving it to World. I think they, I don't know. they have I think it that's, more together. I feel like that's unfair well, we weren't able to get um, for pre pre COVID at least. Really, you don't think pre COVID is better at Disneyland? No, because you've got V and A's, you've got Citrico's, California Grill, Carthay Circle is my hands down favorite Boma, Disney restaurant. Boma, I will take Carthay Circle Chico. over any of those. Yep, I'm just saying, but that's one restaurant, <laughs> right? But it's my it's my overall all time <laughs> favorite. favorite. And so it one restaurant having one one good table service. Blue restaurant. Bayou is also really really good. Yeah, but that's like an in park one too, so it's a little different. Oh, so my we're point make, is is that I do feel like Disney World <laughs> has more and more options, more like high end options, like more mm-hmm. really really good options. I mean, think Yachtsman, think uh, Flying Fish. Think um, 
all the Epcot, like uh, Shade of France, like all of chefs, those. Chefs, chefs of France. You, mean? <laughs> <laughs> you you have to pronounce it like a French person. Vanessa's not here. She can't hear you. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Um, chefs de France. <laughs> we just call it chefs. Macaroon. Macaroon. She must hate that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she, she, she she she, she puts it aside. She can turn that part of her brain off when she's with us. But you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, there's so much good food. Okay. The food festivals too. That like. But you have to make mm-hmm. it. You have to average it out. Like per square foot, <laughs> Disneyland is. Oh better. my gosh! No, because it's not fair to say that all of these restaurants are better because they have five times the number of good restaurants at. Right. Long. All of this conversation is based on Jess's opinion of Carthay. <laughs> yes. Really. That's it. Carthay. That's all so it is. So Carthay Circle wins. If you took Carthay Circle out, what would you Disney say? World. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there okay. it is. There's yeah. the answer. Very fast. You said that very. Quickly. Sam, Sam knows how how to uh, how to manage me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, let's so move up. let's move let's on from Johnny food. Sorry guys, moving on. Transportation. Okay. Can I just say this is the fastest category ever. Can we all say it at the same time? Who yes. wins? One, One two, two, three. Land. Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah. Because you can walk everywhere. Everything is like a, like a stone's throw away. So when you're advising clients. Some people don't like to walk. <laughs> when you're advising Sam. clients, though, <laughs> you don't have to say, for this one, you take a bus. For this one, you take a ferry. Yeah, for this one, you true. hop on the monorail. And don't forget about the Skyliner. Like, at yeah. land, you're just like, hey, get to walking. <laughs> Save some of those steps. <laughs> no, you've for got real. a fifteen minute walk ahead yeah. of you. There's a there's three Starbucks on the way though. So <laughs> get, your, get your coffee. You finish so it true. before the next And there's minute. a bar right in the middle of downtown oh. Disney where you can stop and get a beverage. Yep. I know. It's magical. There's lots of rest stops. You can get a milkshake on your walk up, a churro, <laughs> a corn dog, a pretzel. You get hungry or thirsty on that walk. They got you covered. Oh, yeah. After we went to Ca- so, after we did California, when I took Steph out there for the first time to Disneyland, and and the boys, and we were just able to like walk from one park to the other, like yes. right there. That's awesome. She's just like, How, this is it. Like basically, <laughs> like if you buy a churro <laughs> when you're leaving Disneyland, you'll only be halfway through it by the time you get to to California. <laughs> and a Coke. Yeah. You drink half your coke, eat half your churro, and you're still bringing it into the next park. Yeah. So it's not—it's not not that we're saying that Disneyland has better transportation. It's the fact that you don't need transportation. Yeah. It's like it's like Universal, where you're literally the—it's—it's actually closer than Universal and Islands of Adventure, but it has that same Mm -hmm. like it's connected by, you know, like basically it's connected by a little tiny internal parking lot. That's it's an it esplanade like. is what it is, is what they yeah. call it. Like a little esplanade between the two. And it's, um, I don't know. So Ste- Steph's favorite, Steffi prefers Disneyland, like California, like Adventure Disneyland over Florida, like in general. But her favorite park is Animal Kingdom. So it's interesting. Like her favorite park, they don't have any yeah. of that stuff there. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny too. I think it's, it, it, it's interesting to hear people like, because... My husband and Cameron, they prefer Disneyland and California Adventure, whereas Kirsten, who's been to Disneyland more than they have, she's like, I'd rather be at World right now. It's more immersive. Which is is crazy to me because I'm like, she's been going, well, and she's been going to World since she was a baby. So also, I think it's- It's like home, I I guess. I think the operative word, though, is right, words are right now. Like, I think it it wasn't the Disneyland that we had experienced pre-COVID. Yeah. That's so fair. like I feel That's like in true. a couple of years because 
when I took Joe for his birthday, like three, four months before it shut down, he was like, I, I would come here every time over Disney World. But I don't know that mm. he would say that now. Yeah. Well, yeah, and we will say, so out of these first three, Disneyland is pretty much, except for Carthay Circle. Uh, wait, no. Disneyland <laughs> won rides, I transportation, <laughs> Carthay Circle won food. And quick service. And quick service. <laughs> Car- World's won di- table service dining. World, world, yes. So far. So far. On a technicality. So <laughs> but let's go to number four. four. Ease of park entry. Basically, their ticketing system and the way that you go through the turnstile. And how long it takes you to get through. Oh, also. Right. Uh, we're going to let wait, Jesse we, I know, but before, mm-hmm. before, we, before we get into this, I just want to make two points. So about 10 years ago, Walt Disney World in Florida invested a billion dollars into My Magic Plus, which is basically My Disney Experience. Money and, well spent. And basically digitized everything. Your tickets are in an app, your reservations, dining, your fast passes. Everything is on your phone and on your wrist. California did not make that investment. And they've kind of been like, they kept their paper fast pass for a long time. They added this weird layover with Max Pass, which was brilliant. I did love that. But which was just great. And then like, you could kind of use it for other things but like when you go to add a dining reservation you have to like go outside of the app like through a different it was a pain in the butt yes. it still is in my opinion like their their IT in general is not good because it's like multiple symptom, s- symptoms multiple systems that don't work well together even they make Disney worlds look like a, a masterpiece like a Van so, Gogh I think it's so funny how different they are like and there's you no would, you would think they would just sync them together and make it a similar product so but it, yeah it's completely different i have a right. friend at home um that was looking for a certain magic band for her son and i s- stupidly was like hey i'm going to disneyland i'll pick it up for you literally you can't buy a magic band in disneyland and i <laughs> completely forgot about that so right. like it's you can't even they don't even expect us florida people to go to disneyland and buy stuff to bring back right so so really quickly before before you explain your experience in california sean why don't you explain to us how you get into a park in florida and then we'll let jess we, explain the situation are we talking park pass reservations no. because that's no. something else as well. well you need that at disneyland too so, so we'll leave do, park pass and all that out right so now. So that's okay. all the same. Okay. Yeah. When you're going in how do you get into the park at disneyland sean or disney well, world if you, disney world sean. if you have a magic band. Everything is already linked up to that magic band. You walk up to the gate. You scan your band. In pre-COVID, you would put your finger down on a little pad, and your little thing would light up green, and you'd walk right on through. If you have a child with you, it's always going to go blue. It takes about 30 extra seconds because <laughs> yeah. children are inconvenient. And apparently lick their fingers a ton because <laughs> it yeah. never shows so up. So gross. But yeah. right and, now... And just like that, you are in the park and on your way. But right now, there's, there's no finger process. scan. So right. As of today. You just tap and go. Tap this can change go. at any yep. time, so don't try to cheat the system. And also, you're Correct. bringing your bags through metal detectors at Disney World right now. There's no bag search. So it's... Well... There is if you, if if you, you have, set off the metal if you set off the elbow. if you w- bring a certain umbrella or glasses case every single time you go through a metal <laughs> detector like some of our friends otherwise or a phone charger otherwise you can just walk right through the metal detectors they don't stop and search your bags at World anymore so but security 
I assume is they have similar, a new high tech right? security yep. system at World. Right. A okay. new high tech security it's system. It's a much at more World sensitive. Makes it fast right. and but they it's do not have bright. that at land. So you're still stopping and no. waiting, and they're searching strollers and opening up every pouch in your bag. So that's like the mm. old way too. So that's slower. Um. And then you what get, happens when you get to the turnstile stress? Well, Let me hear your If your you're rage. like me, you get stuck behind every single big group of people going in for the first time. But there are people who don't have their tickets and don't have the printouts and they haven't linked it to their app. And even if you have, you are they the first time you go through, they have to take your photograph and print out your paper ticket so that you can have it in addition to your phone ticket. It's like it is a super long very annoying process and you have to go through it every time you go through the turnstile there's you don't have the option of doing this at the resort at any point in time no right no you have to get your actual paper ticket at the turnstile and let me just say this there's a but it's just like worlds where you have a bunch of different turnstiles they could easily segregate these five are going to be for your first visit the rest of these are when you already have paper ticket no paper tickets because when you have a paper ticket, they scan it with a cell phone, look at your face, and you walk in. So it's not organized at all. It's terrible, Mm-mm. and it's frustrating. So your, your, main, your main issue is the fact that you, when you're going back into the park after that first time, you have to wait through the line of all these people that are going in for the first time. Yes. Right. It's just well, and like if up. you're hopping... And like if you're hopping, it's annoying because, you know, you've already been in a park for, you know, so many hours. You want to just hop on over to that park. Yeah. You get in a line where you can just scan it, but then you get stuck behind all these people. Oh, we don't have our tickets with us. Oh, you know, they have to look everything up instead of being it? like, you need to go to guest services. Right. There's no <laughs> like troubleshooting. Line. In fact, we were there when they announced that Disneyland annual passes were coming back. I went to guest services to talk about bridging our tickets to an annual pass. They literally sent me to the ticket, the turnstile, to talk to those people. I was like, so you actually want me to stand in line and talk to these people while everyone backs <laughs> up behind me because I'm asking them about annual passes? And the girl looked at me deadpan and said yes. So, like, it's That's just... That's weird. It's a very like unorganized system that they have. Well, and to be fair, the, their magic key, the new annual pass is still not for sale. They had just announced it while you were there. Right. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to get information about it. I didn't want to purchase it. Right. And they would not talk to me about it, guest services. But for some reason, the people working the ticket turnstiles were able to tell me about it. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. So, so World- Walt Disney World wins. Yeah. Ease of Hands park down, entry. it seems like. Yeah. Right. Just it is a hassle. Park hopping, like it, it's the easier, it's the easier park hopping strip. Like you can literally. Well, except just, you have to take a bus. Yeah, but you'll probably you'll probably it, get though. in faster. I mean, <laughs> it was, <laughs> Stop she's like, it. you just have to walk this hundred feet across. But you're gonna be in line for thirty minutes because in. the family in front of me has never had a pit their picture taken for a ticket before so <laughs> they don't know how to take a picture no. so that's They're the nice Amish. thing with world is you can Ugh. you know what it's going to be like every single time whether it's your first time going into the parks or right. at the end of your trip it's going to take the same amount of time right and because you could end up behind somebody who's if you flash blue day. 
there's somebody with an iPad ready to solve your problem right away. There's no, and they pull that person aside and let the line go behind you. At land, that one person is all you have. So they are forced to troubleshoot and back the whole line up instead of I being pulled aside. I still can't believe it's, it's uh, yeah, so I can't believe that between the two places. It, it's it shouldn't archaic be. in yes. land. Well, we know their tech is. <laughs> really their is. tech is really behind. Yeah, but why? They, but I mean, it's California. Right. I mean, yeah. come on. Silicon Valley, y'all. <laughs> Sean, it's called a billion dollars that Florida spent. And California has not spent that money. Money well spent. I yeah. know. I'm just saying. Cha-ching. Okay. Moving on. All right. What's next? Crowds. <laughs> I don't know where this is. This part of the conversation is going. So crowds. Um, well, I think overall, every time I've been to Disneyland, the crowds have been better. And I guess we can kind of lump weather into this as, as well. But I think Disneyland yes. overall is less crowded because people aren't going there for the entire day you know what i mean like there are a lot of people who are coming in for the night for dinner who are coming to see fireworks they're not there like hardcore open to close like there are nice breaks in the crowds here's i don't disagree with that that's true like you do get a lot of half daytime people and locals coming in the evenings with one caveat though is and they've tried they really tried fixing this when they opened galaxy's edge in disneyland parks or in disneyland park the one downside of Disneyland when it comes to crowds is the walkways are much more narrow in Disneyland, which can make it feel more crowded. So Yes, I agree with that. And that's like the only problem. But they, they had this whole project, this whole um, this construction program called Project Stardust that literally was just them trying to figure out crowd control and like um, people flow. Like, like crowd flow um, as they were leading up to the opening of Galaxy's Edge because like they were putting Galaxy's Edge in a theme park that was built in 1955. Mm-hmm. So all like as they were adding this extra footprint, this acreage to add people into that, like they could up their capacity for the day. They still didn't have a way to get people efficiently from the main gate back to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And that's also well, why the- they have three entrances to Galaxy's Edge at that park is well, because everything is so Galaxy's narrow. Galaxy's Edge is humongous in Disneyland. Like the walkways are huge. That's probably intentional. Huge. Well, John, like you mentioned it. in the in our in a previous episode, the footprint overall of Disneyland pales in comparison to the expansion and the current situation that that world has in Florida. Well, they have yeah. the sky's the limit in many ways for what Disney World can do in the future to expand and it's a completely different situation in in cali absolutely so just disneyland park versus magic kingdom park you're looking at disneyland in california's 85 acres as opposed to uh the magic kingdom is 107 acres so you've got 85 acres landlocked right and that's the thing. If you look at what they're doing um, in Florida, they just added Tron outside the berm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they built it outside of the the actual park. You just kind of like the the, the entrance is inside the park. So yep. anyway, yep. so so crowds. So youth. So I I agree with what you're saying that the crowds fluctuate differently, uh, Jess. But I do think that being built in 1955 does give them some limitations on really crowded days. On their peak days, feels more crowded. So we didn't add in weather, but I think a lot of this, in my mind, ties into weather as well. 
where I can stand in line. Sweaty. <laughs> yeah, well, I can stand in line and be more patient in California summer. In Florida, it just makes me like homicidal. <laughs> Let's go back to the pool. I mean, there's a reason why you're like, yeah. I'm going to go back to the pool from 11 until 4. But have you, when Max- have any of you guys experienced both of these places at the holidays, like the most insane time of the year? So I've been, I've only done I've world been during Christmas, but not Christmas week. I haven't gone Christmas week. I yet. avoid okay. crowds like that. I mean, I used to go. Well, yeah, I do too. Like I, when I was an annual pass holder, but that was like ten years ago or eleven years ago. So I have not been in modern times to Disney World but during also, Christmas week. I also think think when Max Pass is up and running, it handles crowds better than Fast Pass does at Worlds. Yeah, for sure. I agree. John agrees. So yeah, I'm a huge fan of Max Pass. Absolutely, that was yeah. like the greatest experience. I don't think it's tenable in Florida to do it that way, just because. Yeah. You'd be out of fa- uh, fast passes to grab. We may not have you a know. choice. <laughs> we'll soon find out. Well, right? <laughs> I think I think the solve for that is a paid system, some one way or another, because it ends up limiting the amount of people in the fast pass line, which means the fast pass line is not going to overwhelm the standby line. So yeah, well, we'll save that for another show, another episode. I'm not a fan of the old <laughs> fast pass system. It's unpopular opinion. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to lands. Lands like the different lands inside of Disneyland and California Adventure versus all the lands at the four parks in Florida. Who does it best? Um, this one's really hard because mm. I love. We kind of talked about this very briefly. Cars Land. I love New Orleans yeah. Square. Um, I would love to see both of them in Disney World, but I think overall, Disney World's lands are but like. I love World Showcase. I love Pandora. I love Asia and Africa and Toy Story. Yeah. And Marvel is definitely better at California as well. But I think overall, the diversity of lands in worlds makes it better. That's a scale Mm -hmm. thing. You just have four parks to play with. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's probably fair. But you also have four parks to play in. So that's kind of a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, uh, yeah, I'm. It's hard because there are things, like you said, in California that I adore and love that I have really fond memory memories of from growing up there. But I don't know. In a perfect world, you could go to world and land. The same day? At least once a year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in the same day. The same day. It's yeah. been done. <laughs> it has. All right. So lands is going to probably go to world. All right. Next up. Mm-hmm. Resorts. Disney operated resorts. Worlds. Uh, hands yeah, down that, world. That's key right there. Disney operated. Yeah. Disney owned and operated resorts. We have to go with on, world. On world, property. World. On site. Is Are there world. any resorts in California that give deluxe resorts a run for their money? So I. Disneyland Hotel. I love Disneyland Hotel, but I would rather stay at any of the deluxes and worlds over Disneyland hotel. And I will say that I've never stayed at grand Californian. So my answer might change after I do that. Cause it's one thing to walk through the lobby. Like we did 10,000 right. times. It's another to stay in the mm-hmm. room. Yeah. I don't Disneyland hotel is great and I love it. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't hold up to the deluxes for me in world. That's fair. I think that it, those hotels probably 
those two hotels could probably be better than a handful of the deluxes in Florida. But on average, I think the deluxes in Florida would be better. Yeah. Yeah. From my opinion. All right. Good night. Uh, the good neighbor resorts. So there are good neighbor hotels. There are good neighbor hotels in Disneyland and good neighbor hotels in like the Disney Springs, Bonnet Creek, that area at Disney World. Land, Land wins. wins, hands down. Yeah, this is not- you can walk everywhere, and there's so many the most good part. ones to choose from. Like I love that Courtyard Marriott with the bunk beds. That is like I would stay there over some on property <laughs> places. <laughs> I mean, I love that resort, and right. you have a cool view of like uh, the Matterhorn. Yeah, like and Space Mountain. And Space it's all Mountain. Like right there. So. And you get free breakfast at a lot right. of them. And they're <laughs> and they have coffee. They're actually very <laughs> fairly priced as well, so they're right. definitely yeah. more affordable than some of the Disney World Good Neighbors, which they're only a handful of. Right, and, and back when thirty the, plus, back before COVID, they also had that more the morning magic or whatever they called it, extra morning that, magic mm-hmm. or yeah, early morning lo- magic. Yeah. yeah, and if if you have a three day ticket. You get that as well. It's not just for on-site guests. Like you mm-hmm. would, could get select amounts of those days. Mm-hmm. You could go early. So, but if you stay at a dis- well, pre-COVID, if you stayed at one of the three on-site hotels, you could go in every day. Right, as opposed magic. to like select days. Right. Yeah, I think you only got one day that you could use it when you stay off property. Right. I mean, unfortunately, it's not on even there right ticket. now as it is. Yeah. Right. Um, but I didn't feel like the line, the wait times and the lines were bad enough where we needed that. Where before you needed that head start to knock off like Guardians or like Radiator Springs or whatever, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Well, the good thing about Cal- about California Adventure is, is that there are enough great rides to pull people in different directions at park opening. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like you've mm-hmm. got, like you said, you've got Guardians, you got Web Slingers. Well, Web Slingers, you got to get a, a queue for, but you've got Guardians. You've got Radiator and Springs, Incredicoaster, the Toy Story Mania. I mean, like yeah. there's just so many e-ticket attractions at that park to go hit up first mm-hmm. that I think it like spreads people out at park opening. Um, the other thing I was going to say, now here's one qu- interesting question. If we factor in good neighbor hotels like the Four Seasons, the new JW, the Bonnet Creek Resorts, like the Waldorf Astoria, um, one or two of like the high end, um, the Hyatt Regency over at Disney Springs, you have some really nice, well-managed luxury properties right there. You do. But the thing is, is that if you're staying off property at Disney, you're going because you want to save money. Like you're, yep. you're like, we're going to be in the parks yeah. all day. We're not, it's true. we're not, not going the to Four Seasons like crowd. Resort. Well, that's the point is that yeah, like the not. ease of transportation yeah. is not there. Like you're sacrificing transportation for money when you stay off site 90% right. yeah. of the time. So mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. At some point, we're going to do a Four Seasons Disney World trip, but it's not right. going to be one of these like hard in the paint Park open, open to close. close it's going to be to enjoy yeah. like the pools and the amenities and you right. know so if you're if you're wanting to go to the resorts on property is going to win with that budget every time yeah i mean i mean the thing about the four seasons that it's just tough for me is i think i would be totally down with doing the four seasons because the pricing between the four seasons and grand floridian are really close you know like it's not like 
you're saving money going to the Grand Floridian. It's not super. Like you're still paying like a hundred to two hundred dollars a night more at without, Four Seasons. Yes, without being able to walk to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, it because I I did look for our upcoming trip, and it was significantly more with promotions or rack rate for rack rate. Yeah, interesting. So. I mean, I feel like a lot of these bougier rest resorts, I feel like a lot of the bougier resorts are like overcharging people right now. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we talked about that the other day. Not just at Disney, yes. but like yeah. mm-hmm. across the United because States. Because they can though. They're filling up. They don't need. Oh my gosh. It's crazy It's like though. we were talking about with Disney promotions. They don't need to offer promotions for the fall. They're already sold yeah. out. Yeah. So... But there are resorts that have literally tripled in price year over year. Or like if you book that's like the same vacation now for like the same week, but then you booked it last year when they didn't know they were going to be at occupancy, it's like triple the price. Yeah. Not Disney, but like other resorts. What are the current mm-hmm. cutoffs for the, the Disney promotions right now? It's September, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's nothing in October. Yeah. In, I, think I think it we'll was what, September seventeenth. September twenty sixth. I think you had to be out by the twenty sixth. Is it? Because yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think or twenty seventh, twenty eighth. It's a check it's in a and a check out. Odd thing, but we we don't expect to see October discounts at all. Or November. No, I, I'll be or, s- I, even yeah. Nove- November is pretty much sold out too, though. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. We'll anyway. see. This is the first time ever, or in a long, long time, there may not be promotions in the fall. Unless the bottom falls out. We'll see what happens. All I know is if there are promotions, may the force be with everyone. Right. We'll be up early. <laughs> I'll be, I, I got you. If, if you're a client of mine, I got your back. Yeah. I'll do my best. <laughs> well, if there's, if there's two rooms in the deal, only two of us are getting it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, Fight to the death. Jess and Sam got it for themselves. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding what's All what's right. next, next do we up, have anything else to yeah, hit yeah we got two more quick things uh, vibe slash x factor like what do you guys think who wins the best vibe for me this is easy but I want to hear what you guys say during COVID yeah, John we all know you're a Cali guy we know but again the parameter set up was post COVID so right. post COVID I'm giving it to world I'm giving it to world they handled and managed the to keep it like chill which is an odd way of saying it, people did not... Okay, let me sum this up very, very (laughs) succinctly. When we went back to Disney World, every single cast member greeted us with a smile and enthusiasm and were so happy to be back to work that people were showing up. California was not the same. The cast members did not seem happy to be there. They were not enthused. We got yelled at multiple times for literally just standing there, not doing anything. It was, it was not, there was less magic. I hate to say this because it pre COVID, it's not true, but post COVID, there's less magic in Disneyland than in Disney World. Mm -hmm. You felt like you were in a theme park and not in a magical land. So here's what I'm going to say because I'm going to stick up for my people in California just a tiny bit, even though I wasn't there. I am going to say they are still in the early stages of trying to get their feet underneath them out there. You guys have been to Disney World so many times over the last year. Yeah, but they also experienced World early on. Yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not bad. No, because I mean, I couldn't imagine having to work. No, absolutely not. In the heat and with a bunch of people or anything like that. But it was, 
there is a drastic difference in the service that you receive at Disneyland versus Walt Disney World. It is a much more magical experience in Florida versus Sean California. is right. Like, Which is the opposite of what it used to be. We were there Correct. in Florida right after it reopened as well. And we got a completely different welcome in Florida than we did in California. Even the stormtroopers were And nice. not to say. But there was 12 of you. There say, were 12 of you in all of Disney World that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty sweet. That's- but it's not to say that every experience right. at Disneyland was bad. Like the characters there are amazing. We had some great cast members that we had interactions with. So it's not a blanket. We shouldn't have said it like it's like it's a blanket statement, but just from experience wise. You guys had some rougher experiences in yeah, land, but, but that doesn't tarnish the entire I don't remember members. any negative experiences in Florida. Like the guests were happy to be there. The cast members were happy to be there. And in Florida, we ran into a lot of entitled, angry guests as well. In like, Florida? Or I mean, in sorry, California. in California. Um, yeah, but so, Florida was where you get all of like the, the Florida man like screaming at people for not wanting to wear a mask. That's on the news all the time in Florida. I paid $15,000 to be <laughs> Exactly. Here. Right. But like, <laughs> I didn't experience anything like that in Florida. And I don't, we experience a lot of entitled people in California. Mm. Um, a lot. It was, it was really. Really rude, like rude guests. It was crazy. Everybody was in a is... bad mood, which was crazy mm. because Disneyland well, is open. It's summer. like. And to act like that doesn't affect the cast members is silly. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I That's got to be hard if, for them. If they're getting mistreated by the guests in week two, three, and four of being open, and I get it. I don't want to insult people in florida but i expected that in florida not in california and it didn't we just lost all our florida viewers but it didn't happen in florida like florida you did you did us proud you you defied the odds california i was kind of disappointed because it was and again if the rules weren't set up the way they were pre-covid it had a totally different laid-back chill vibe and it was pretty intense this time. And so ca- not- California has a big problem. They've had a, a festering problem for a long time. And it's called locals. Like <laughs> when it comes to the entitlement <laughs> issue, they're like the majority of the people that go to that park are locals. They live within 50 miles of the park or 100 miles of the park. And they go regularly. They go all the time. They were, they're the ones who are up in arms whenever there's any changes to the annual pass system. They're the ones who are up in arms when you make any sort of changes to anything. Like they have a, a deep ownership, sense of ownership of that park. And I think that's what you guys were seeing. But without an AP, these people are not paying $100 every day to go into the park. So I don't think that there are as many locals as they're usually... Like, I'm trying to save your California people. I don't (laughs) think they were... Your Anaheimers. I don't think they were locals (laughs) because you can't possibly... Like, at least, like, the Uber drivers and stuff we talked to, they weren't going to the parks because they didn't want to pay when they had an annual pass before $100 every day to get in. So I think That's it was fair. mostly tourists. So I'm still going to give it to World. But, there, but honestly, there were a lot from California. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> On that note. Love you, Callie. Still World. Um, all right. La- last but not least. But I'll pick World all day, every day. Same. Gotcha. For service. Last but not least, who does it better on budget? Hmm. 
It's a toss-up, man. (laughs) You have to take flights out of it, obviously, because it's always going to be cheaper for us East Coast people to fly to Worlds. And if you're flying your whole family out to California from the East Coast, that's going to add to your budget significantly. And if you're in California and you're flying out to to Florida, same thing. So, so if you take the middle of the country and you split yeah. it in half. So, well, we also have to say if you're staying on property. Rural. Right. Yeah. So, like Disney owned resorts. I think there's a way that you could make land cheaper. The problem But you wouldn't stay but for you wouldn't a week. stay for a week. If you're it depends again on what kind of vacation. If it's a week long vacation, it's going to be Florida has so many more moderate and value options to make your week cheaper. With California, you can't get more than a five-day ticket anyway. So, you know, if you look at the five-day ticket staying off-site, you can make California more affordable. I think, I think mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It's hard. It, it depends. This one's really hard, and I kind of regret putting this in because there's no clear winner. <laughs> there's a way to make either one. But I think I spend less money when I go to California Based on it's because food you go and for a shorter period of time. Souvenirs, shorter period of time. It's not a seven-day vacation. I definitely yeah. spend less money than I do when I go to Florida. So for those of us who drive to Florida, <laughs> hands down, Florida is cheaper. Yeah, and so. you would think though, because Florida is cheaper as a state than California is. You know, California yeah. things cost more in general, but when you Florida's look at Disney. Good at- the, the the upgrades yeah i mean when you look at like disney prices there are a lot of things in florida that are more expensive than california so that comes back to what are the locals willing to spend on those items right when you're a tourist and you're stuck all day or like not stuck but you're in the bubble for a right. week you'll spend whatever you they're charging right. for dinner you know, Sam mm-hmm. and I got Calif- a case of water for six dollars at CVS. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, if, and that's the other thing: when you're at Disneyland, you can pop your butt out over to Denny's if you want to. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> so like, easy to if, eat off yeah. site. Yeah. So I mean, that helps moderate the prices in the park too. I think. And right now at Disney World, there's still free Magical Express, and we paid a lot of money to commute back and forth between the airport. So yeah, mm-hmm. lots of factors to consider. We'll call it a draw for budget um ladies gentlemen thank you so much for participating in our first ever who did it better next week we're going to talk about who wore it best no i'm just kidding (laughs) that's a different podcast oh john i know different well we could talk about we could talk about uh souvenirs and stuff the differences that could be another but not tonight all right on this note i'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show um i would like to thank all of our listeners for spending the last Wow, close to 50 minutes with us. Uh, really glad that oh. you were able to... <laughs> Sam, surprised. <laughs> glad that you tuned in and you stuck it out. If you enjoyed the show, uh, please uh, like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Additionally, if you would like to join the conversation, you can do so by meeting us over on Facebook and doing a search for Escape, a travel podcast. We had a lot of fun talking with you guys tonight. We look forward to hearing back from you. So message us. Have a great night. Bye-bye. 